Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros. Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news from over the weekend. Anthony Anthony Holloway is in Las Vegas right now hosting a suicide prevention program. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Uh, sometimes we do some good on this show and, uh, sometimes we telecast it. So, um, if you're subscribed to drinking bros podcast on YouTube, uh, we will be live streaming that from Las Vegas at 10 30 Pacific. So what is that? to so the rest of those dummies, one thirty Eastern. Yeah, it's Look 12 at that math. Here. 12 30 here. Look at that math. Is Giorgio doing that one? Giorgio is doing the live stream. Okay, awesome. Uh, and the top of the show, too, I want to shout you guys out. Uh, you finally, you and Giorgio finally started a fucking UFC podcast? We did. Finally. Finally. It, it took long enough. I asked, for, I asked for years on this show. Uh, tell everybody the name of it and where, where they can find it to download it. It's called Full Casual. You can find it wherever you find podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube. I'd like to build up that YouTube. I, cool. We all would, right? And that's why we we do this. And look, Drinking Bros is a different story because we have so many controversial guests on there. Obviously, we're in an election year as well. So we're not getting a fucking subscriber on that goddamn thing. But you guys should be unaffected on a UFC show. Uh, I did get some notes about swearing and things like that. So mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you don't swear, I don't know if you guys do on softcore history, but um, we swear a little bit. We don't. We don't try to. We don't like force it. Me, like I don't either. It's just how we talk. Yeah, and obviously everybody out. in the military and everybody else and fraternities and all that shit. That's how we talk. So I, nothing we can do about it. But YouTube did tell me mm-hmm. if we were to go back and and bleep it out or cut it or whatever. And I was like, look. That's not the same fucking show we've been doing for for eight years, so I'm not going to do that. I will say though, when I am around kids, children, if mm-hmm. like I'll be at Rob's uh, first or his kid's first birthday party on Saturday, uh-huh. I will watch what I say. Like I, I same. am kind of conscious of like who's around me. Absolutely, I, I've always been that way as well, and I won't swear in front of people's kids. Obviously, I coach, uh, you know, all my my kids' stuff. I don't swear in front of them. I'd love to. I've been real close. But I've, I've held back on that. Uh, and it depends on what the situation is. I don't swear in front of old people either. And I yeah, don't, I try to bite my tongue in front of old people. Yeah, and I don't let, I don't let my kids listen to any of my podcasts. Um, I don't let them watch any of my movies if they're not of age. And I don't let them see rated R shit and all that other stuff. There's a little bit of innocence left in this world, uh, hopefully. And it's through the eyes of a child. Therefore... I'll let them figure out what a dirtbag their father is later on in life, just not right now. But subscribe to Drinking Bros Podcast on YouTube uh, so you can watch that live panel from Vegas. Again, Giorgio's doing it. Uh, Dan is uh, on the panel, and Brian Callen is hosting it along with uh, Tim Tim Kennedy's on the panel. So um, it'll be awesome, and we're going to broadcast that live on our YouTube channel. In the meantime, though, this week, show goes on. You know the rules. Papa Bear's here. 
and I'm feeling hot today. On these Monday shows, we always start you off with the memes. These were sent in to D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, and even though he's not here, he still wrote the news and sent it to me along with the memes. But true to form, I don't want to see him until now. Bob, what do we got here? What's the first meme we got of the day? You can only see these on Patreon, on Drinking Bros Podcast on Patreon here. Because they're usually super fucking dark. Let's pop up oh, that I saw first this. I one. love this. I have not seen any of these. I don't open them. This was fantastic. I know. I saw this just like organically by myself. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a guy says, sound affecting my mom, who appears to Who's be a little, person. a little person on a rascal scooter getting into a minivan. A yeah. midget. This is hilarious. Okay. Damn, this is so fucking good. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's really fucking clever. That's a great one. Uh, good for him. Holy shit. That's funny. What I'm shocked by, though, is that he's normal size. Is that his mom? Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to be, uh, uh, it's not uh, midget begets midget. Yeah, yeah. My aunt was a little person, and she had a full-size, like, 6'3 child. Really? Yeah. So the the uh, midgets that I've worked with over the years in movies, all their parents were midgets, too. So I was unaware that uh, you could pump out a... A decent, normal, full-size kid. The kid also had red hair, and she appeared to be Mexican or of uh, some Latinx descent. I think she there, was Italian. Yeah, it was t- Italian. Very How do you have Italian. a? Okay, so let's say it's Italian. How do you have a red-haired kid? Uh, Italians have redheads. Recessive genes. Yeah. No shit. Italians have red. In fact, the founder of Italy, uh, Garibaldi, who the unifier in the, who unified Italy in the 1870s, uh-huh. redhead. Look at that. You learn something new every day. I learned two different things in this video. Midgets can have normal-sized kids, and Italians can pump out redheads. Fuck, dude. I'm I'm sure there was something back though uh, in the Roman era where if if your kid came out with red hair, they fucking killed it. Right? They just couldn't look at that. Mm. One would imagine, right? Not, maybe not the Romans. You don't want them I mucking think. up the scenery there because Italians are good looking. Come on, no, we're not doing that. Not then. Really? Nobody, nobody was really attractive then. But the dudes were all fucking jacked, butt-fucking each other and everything. They looked like they were having a good time. Yeah, here's what they think Nero looked like. Emperor Nero. Red hair, huh? Yeah, he was no a, shit. a firecracker. Too. He was an ugly man. Yes. That's God. why he killed all the Christians. Yeah. Well, that's going to happen. I Look, one would argue that most of these murders, school shootings, and all this other fucked up shit that's going on in america is mostly just ugly people when's the last time you saw someone hot i mean look at this neck beard nero looks like a school shooter yeah sure look at that guy 
Yes, he looks like he shot up a church in South Carolina, this guy. We never see a hot one just walk into a school and uh, and do, we never see that. You never see a hot shooter. Ruben says this this is damn without a beard. <laughs> Could be. I've never seen him in eight years, by the way, without a beard, so I have no idea. Not once. Not even like, oh, hey, I had to you know shave for this one thing, whatever. I've never seen him without a beard, so I have no idea. I saw old pictures in the military of him without a beard. And he looked normal back then. Now, who knows? Who knows? Because if you've got a weird shaped face, you can hide a lot with that beard. So I understand why people are doing it. Does heavy there. lifting? Yeah, a lot of heavy lifting. Whereas this mustache does nothing for me. This is purely for my own comedic enjoyments on a daily basis. And my wife likes it. Yeah, Jesse keeps saying it'd be she weird loves if you it. shaved it. She loves it. Uh, and I love that. I love that she loves it. It's hard to maintain. Uh, I usually shave it off after the Super Bowl, so this will be gone soon. Let it go. I'm what do we? My beard go. I would, look, I wish. I, I I would love to. It's just a. It's a lot. Look at this thing right here. I'm I'm gonna let this go probably till the end of the year. If I could grow a beard like that, I would do that instead because that's easier. Maintaining a mustache is work. And if Ruben's in the chat, there, I apologize. I can't do uh, fake news and the chat at the same time, Ruben. Ruben, you know the upkeep of a mustache, brother. Uh, what do we got up next on the memes? It says new bike on mine. New bike. Before we get started up here. Uh, oh, no. It says, hurry up, son. The owner is coming. And it's a black dad with a uh, black child on a bike. Pushing it down the street there. Okay. All right. Look, I knew it was going to be dark today. The first one was fun, lighthearted, having a good time. I think he might have just tossed a grenade in here and ran with, off. Yeah, we were having a good time with the, the midget and the redheaded son, and now we went to blatant racism. Sorry, not sorry. Okay? Sorry, not sorry. Uh, next one up, oof, it says gay poop. I've got an image in my mind of what I think this is. Uh, go ahead and pop up the meme. Nobody, and then gay poop, and that's a picture of what are those things called? Oh man, I don't know. It's a little Debbie snack. Yeah, it's the a little one Debbie with snack. Cream and the it's chocolate with cream inside. So that's come inside of a, a, a gay man's shit, is what they're saying here in this one. I'm a big a fan Swiss, of this. It's a Swiss roll. Swiss roll. There you go. I'm a fan of this. I'm a fan of this one. When's the last time you had a little Debbie snack? Not a long time. I don't eat that much sugar, man. I, I mean, either. it's it's wild. Uh, the only thing that I'll occasionally pillage is my my child's Halloween bag. Like, I'll go through that, and I, I'm more of like the uh, the nerd ropes. That's my vibe these days. Uh, I don't go for these chocolatey snacks very much here, uh, but I'm a big fan of this meme. Uh, next up, this one says White Robber. White robber. What do we got here, Bob? <laughs> My friend asked AI to generate a white man robbing a store. <laughs> and it still generated a black guy. But, but he's got a white mask on, a uh, white hoodie, and uh, appears to have white pants on as well. Yeah. They still uh, see his black eyes. apparently are trying to make ski masks illegal in Philly and like major metropolitan cities. Illegal, illegal. They yeah. should, by the way. I'm like at this point with the crime. I yeah, you're probably past it. Unless you're skiing, do you really need a ski mask in the middle of Philly? You know, it gets cold. 
not that cold for a ski mask. Come on, bro. Uh, all right. Next one up says not the father, not the father. What do we got here? Mm, I can imagine already. I can imagine already. All right. Need some audio on that one here. Looks like an animated version of Maury. Go ahead and play that. <laughs> so it's a father holding a black baby. And, yeah, uh, he has the baby. He has the baby. The results are in. It says you are not the father in this animation. And then he throws the baby out into the audience while the wife runs up. Kind of Gronk spites the baby. It's the baby, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that one. Uh, what do we got up next here? It says uh, Go Fund Me. Go Fund Me. I don't know what this one is. Oh, boy. Uh, Bob, read this one aloud, please. Uh, it's a GoFundMe. Send Mark Wahlberg back in time to see if he can stop 9-11. Uh, $7,100 raised so far on 56 bids. <laughs> $9.65 in shipping. <laughs> Why Mark Wahlberg? Don't you know? Oh, you, know, you don't know the Mark Wahlberg story about I 9-11? I don't. No, he what is He said he would have stopped it. If, if he, he was... said if he was on one of the planes, he would have stopped 9-11. Really? Yeah. He also says he doesn't <sighs> masturbate. Well, come on, man. I believe that. And he gets I, up at 3.30 in the morning and plays a round of golf in like an hour. Well, that's real. And if that's real, then I believe he doesn't jerk off. Yeah, it's it's like this speed golf. I think he only plays on nine, to be fair. And I, and it's like speed golf. No, he says all like, 18, and he's the first one on the course, so he's able to just, yeah, go balls to the wall. An hour, though? That's so fast. That's tough. Unless he's very good. Uh, look, who knows? Maybe he is good. Uh, but I do believe Mark Wahlberg was on one of the planes. He could have stopped 9-11. I'll give him that, actually. Don't you want to hope that you could stop 9-11? Maybe if the hijacker was Vietnamese. Mm. That's, uh, that's a deep cut right there, friend. And that's hate crimes, okay? Yes, Mark Wahlberg has some hate crimes in his past against uh, Vietnamese people. Sorry about it, all right? There's nothing we can do. If, if he could go back in time, one would imagine he probably would have cleaned that up first before 9-11. That's just my guess. That's just my guess. Uh, top story of the day here on the news. Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the presidential race for the Republican Party. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspended his Republican presidential campaign on Sunday, uh, right around halftime of the first game. Smart. Uh, ending his 2024 White House bid just before the New Hampshire primary tomorrow while endorsing his bitter rival, Donald John Trump. The decision leaves Trump and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley as the last major candidates remaining in the race ahead of Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. Uh, this is the scenario Trump's foes in the GOP have long sought, raising the stakes for this week's contest as the party's last chance to stop the former president, who has so far dominated this race. Uh, but as some Trump critics cheered, DeSantis nodded toward uh, Trump's primary dominance and attacked Haley in an exit video he posted on social media. Uh, but if you're watching this on Patreon right now, the only thing that I'll really remember him for is uh, him always awkwardly sticking out his tongue and being unable to drink a long-necked beer um, properly here. You don't deep-throat it, Ron! 
Uh, he says, it's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters uh, wants to give Donald Trump another chance. Uh, he said in a statement, almost in a cheerful tone, he continued, I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He is my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. Uh, Haley spoke at a campaigning stop in uh, Seabrook, New Hampshire, just as DeSantis announced his decision. She said he ran a great race. He's been a good governor and we wish him well. She told a room packed with supporters and media. Having said that, it's now one fella and one lady left. DeSantis' decision, while perhaps not surprising, giving his 30-point blowout loss last week in Iowa, marks the end of an extraordinary decline for a high-profile governor, once thought to be a legitimate threat to Trump's supremacy in the Republican Party. Uh, Trump and Haley are polling very close in New Hampshire as of today. Um, new is According to the polls, uh, it looks like Trump is up by two here going into uh, tomorrow's primary. So it's likely Trump offered DeSantis something, uh, potentially a cabinet position or some other consideration, so he can get a divisive victory uh, over Haley in New Hampshire. All right. Um, look, this is uh, strange to me on a, on a couple levels here. Um, one, the primary is tomorrow. Give it to, uh, even if his money's run out and he doesn't want to burn any money, I understand that, but this was already a go as of yesterday, New Hampshire. So see if you could have gotten in something there over Nikki Haley, because I believe, Bob, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, he did finish second in Iowa ahead of her. he beat Haley in Iowa. Right. So why not see if he could come in second again in New Hampshire, maybe one more after that, to at least save some face? Yes, Trump is a juggernaut. Everybody's all on the Trump train, and I understand that. But finishing second, maybe three or four of these and bowing out, I don't think would have been the worst move. Um, I don't really understand why he's doing it now, the night before uh, New Hampshire. Now, the timing of his announcement during halftime of yesterday's game, now that we have the ratings for these games, uh, the night game was $40 million there. It was perfect because it pretty much went... Uh, unnoticed the entire day i mean it wasn't until a couple friends texted me during that game and i was like oh did he it's sunday and two of the biggest football games in the fucking world are on that everybody's watching here so it's a smart time to announce uh and you know it saves you a day here before guys like us rip into him look great governor down there in florida love going to that state love what he's done for that state um i just think this came down to uh, his awkwardness on camera and how he wasn't able to connect with people. Um, the question that I have is knowing what is coming down uh, the pike here. Do you fucking get him as your VP, Bob? What do you think Trump does with DeSantis? And was that part of that conversation? Mm, I, I think, think he just remains in yeah, Florida. I, I hope. I hope he does. Actually, I think he still wants to be president and that's why he dropped out early. And I think he can gracefully be like I'll regroup back whoever without being in the Trump administration, which might sour independence on him in 28. Okay. Um, so I think he stays out of the Trump administration. I think that'd be the smartest thing for him is staying out of the race with Trump. I also think I know exactly who Trump's VP pick is going to be based on some recent breaking news. That was my next question to you here. What is the breaking news? Is it homegirl? No, it's homeboy. Oh boy! Yeah, you get a black one. Tim Scott. Yeah, because he's Scott engaged. Got engaged. 
No. You don't say. To a, a woman, allegedly. A woman, right? Good. He's been a virgin his entire life. Is she white? Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Of course. Nailed it. I've never seen her. Let's see her. Pop uh, her up on screen here. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, look at that. Look at him. Not look great. at her. Yeah. Look at that. Ah, this looks like a normal couple. Yeah. I'm not going to go nah, too hard he's against trying this. To look. He's no, trying I'm just to look. saying this is a bad photo of her. Why are you posting this? Oh, I don't know. It's just what It's was just there. two real people having a moment on a beach yeah. there. I don't mind it. She just has drunk face. Well, well whatever, but dude. look. Dude, she's a normal person. It's not like she's a real housewife of fucking Charleston or something. Well, she's a beard. Is she? She's Tim Scott's beard. Uh, is she? Yes. All right. Do you not believe that Hugh Jackman's gay? I believe Hugh Jackman is gay. <laughs> uh, actually, I think Hugh Jackman's just from... He, he did theater, so uh, he's a little gay. Yeah. Uh, with this one, oh, is that, uh, is that her done up there, Bob? Yeah. yeah. yeah she looks really fine. Well. She's, um, she's look, attractive. Now he can pass himself off as not weird. Because like, yeah. even if he's not gay, honestly, gay is better than 40-year-old virgin. I agree. That, that Those vibes are way more off. Um, and so, I remember yeah. with the Lakers and AC Green, they went through that thing as well. And that was always fucking odd to me. So now he can have sex with his wife, talk about how great uh, her pussy is and everything else, and that he's super straight uh, and ready to rock. This there. is going to be Trump trying to poach uh, black votes, specifically in Georgia. Uh, I, this is the only sensible VP answer uh, in, my, in my mind. It's, eh, man, it's a tough one, man. I. Wasn't he the one who uh, was was all in on Ukraine though? Probably he's a pretty, he's kind of a neocon. But look, man, you try he's trying to build. No, a, I know he's he trying can get to build that a coalition. Female, yeah, I but know. he can get that female vote with uh, what's her name, Stefanik. Yep. Yeah. 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 I uh, think this is certainly this is interesting timing. It is, and and uh, not only that to to take this a step further, uh, he is a pretty good speaker. Um, he does do well in debates and everything like that, and and you know. Trump's pulling the race card here. Let's face it, man. Um, if you if you believe that last election, if you believe it, twenty thousand votes were in Atlanta d- down there. That's where that was. That would certainly help if you got Tim Scott. Go ahead and campaigning in Atlanta for you. I mean, it, well, if on Georgia alone, if, if even if Trump had gotten Georgia, he wouldn't have won the electoral college. I think. Uh, no, but but, but, but uh, you, you got five. It essentially, came down to five counties. Each of them were under right. twenty thousand across the nation. Fulton County, which is my county, is one of them. This will definitely help Fulton County for It'll sure. Help Fulton County, and also like, dude, say what you want about anything, but Trump's not gonna win if he doesn't get enough normies back on his side. I agree. So I agree. You need a you need a normie on your ticket. Yeah, basically. I agree. Um, and then maybe you know, Vivek probably has some cabinet position. Most likely. Most likely here, because uh, he was pretty loyal the entire time, even when Trump ripped him. He kissed the ring. Yeah, he did. Vivek is kind of like the Pete Buttigieg of this election. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the hot young guy that like, yeah, gets a kind of like B-tier cabinet position. Yeah. You know what I'd love to see him as uh, White House press secretary? Holy shit. Him eviscerating the, the left press every single goddamn day would be the greatest gift you could possibly give the world content-wise. Every single day. That job, though, is so brutal. Uh, somebody brought, I think it was Dan uh, Holloway, who brought up uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders potentially as a VP. Um, I pull, I looked at a picture of her last night. Is she on Ozempic? Pull up a recent photo of her. Probably. She's lost a lot of weight. Trump's probably also on Ozempic. And looks all right. He does not look like he's on Ozempic. He's lost weight. Has he? Yeah. Well, 
you know, going to 15 different trials will do that to you. Um, yeah, I saw her speaking recently, and I was pretty shocked. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, eh, maybe not. Is that yeah, recent? Yeah, but I don't know if he wants Trump wants to be on that abortion block. With uh, yeah, I don't think so either. Where Tim Scott doesn't really tick that box for him. Uh, I agree with you, Bob. I, I think it would be a decent move. You get the black voters. Uh, and he's a pretty, like I said, he's a pretty sensible speaker. Um, so if he's out on the campaign trail for Trump, uh, especially as this trial is going on in Fulton County, which uh, is a story we'll get to at the end of the show, uh, you could win. You could definitely win down there. What were the other ones? Maricopa. That one, uh, there was one in Nevada. and uh, Clark. Pa- yeah. Clark is Vegas. Maricopa is Phoenix. Yep. And then there was one in Pennsylvania. Which one was that? Probably uh, near Pittsburgh or Philly, I would imagine. Okay, well, that would help with Philly then, too. So, uh, but Tim it was, Scott might not be a bad the choice. One, the one in, in Pennsylvania, if I recall, was suburban. Okay. But he is still good with suburban voters, too, because he's a normie. I know. Like, you got, he's, bo- he's, he's both black and a normie. I agree. Which is, that is, you, you can't win without the suburbs. Yeah. And that's where Trump, whatever you want to say about the election, that's where Trump led votes. I 100% agree. And, and I don't think it's a terrible choice. Um, not, I'm not amped about the fucking Ukraine bullshit, but he's only VP and he's not going to make the decision anyway. So whatever. Uh, but it could be a smart move in the end. It is very, very interesting timing here. He's getting married to a woman with a pussy. Good for you, Tim Scott. Get it tonight, dude. If you were truly a virgin all that time when really, really were saving yourself up. Hopefully you blast a load tonight. That is just fucking endless. I hope. They have to put up a flood warning on your local news. That's what I sincerely hope tonight. Those fucking balls, dude, are just going to send out ropes tonight. If it's all true. If, if you're gay, though, obviously, you're probably not doing that. Lights off, looking the other way, a lot of lube, and uh, hoping for the best there. Uh, next up, <laughs> January 6th. Was a false flag. Uh, Thomas Massey, obviously it was, uh, has released another video from J6. Uh, and this one is particularly damning. Uh, Bob, if you can pull this one up here. Uh, the seven-minute video shows the pipe bomb found and the journalist Darren Beatty, uh, who's broken down the video showing the very suspicious nature of the pipe bomb. Uh, there was no ordinance uh, found on January 6th. Uh, so there is a note here that says, uh, start the second video and read the captions, uh, and then show the, the shorter videos in order there, uh, which will help our, uh, Patreon viewers out here. Um, and you can see in the video here, the secret service, uh, wander aimlessly without any concern either for themselves or for the, uh, the principal, uh, the goddamn vice presidents here. So uh, pop that up if you can, and uh, let's see what we got here. I've not seen this. Which one do you want first? Way. I got the seven-minute, and I got the shorter ones, too. Uh, he says, D'Anthony says, start the second video, and then uh, read the captions there, and then show the shorter videos in order. Uh, there's like a million videos. Is there really? Uh, pop, there's fucking like... Pop up the first one that's seven minutes. Let's see that fucking thing. Okay. We won't go through all seven minutes there. Maybe we can scrub some of it. But uh, this looks like uh, camera footage from a, a, a stoplight, it appears. Yeah. All right, play this. Here's some of the dudes walking that was in a shorter video. Three guys on all black. Police car in the corner there. Wow, what the fuck, dude? 
So it's just a normal day at the fucking J-O-B for these guys. No concern. Nobody looks uh, pissed off. Everyone's kind of chill. Here you can see the core. Everybody's just kind of hanging out, not doing anything. They're just chilling out by a bridge, sharing some coffee, couple cronuts, enjoying their life. Maybe, is that a bear? He might be having a bear claw. Oh, those are delightful. Look at you. And then, boom, here we go. Who puts the pipe bomb down there? All right, so yeah, there's a coffee cup taped up. There it is. Or something. Maybe that's a PVC pipe. Sure. Oh, lift scooter. Oh, look at that. Look at that. We go back fun. to who threw it down. Yeah, who, who tossed that thing? Do we have a... Wow, dude. Kind of. All right, so it's that person no, right there. Not. They don't drop it. They don't it's drop it? There. It's, it's already, already there. there. Okay. They walk right by it. So that's there next to the police and everybody else the entire time. And, uh, and oh, the Secret Service is in that fucking black car right there, too. Yeah. And, and all right, so somebody's walking over there. Who's that guy? Some agent. Looks like a couple. All of the agents Non-uniform, yeah. Look at that. All of the agents are there, and there's the pipe bomb. They're not doing dick about it. Ah, they're good, dude. They're good. Everything's fine. Here's what I, you can stop the video, Bob. You're good there. Here's what I don't understand about all this with, with January 6th. Uh, yes, I think it was a false flag. I don't think any of this was fucking real, uh, to be honest with you. But the brazenness to know that you are on camera, all this shit is on camera. There's audio, there's a million different angles, 43,000 hours worth of footage, and you just don't care. You know that nothing's going to happen to you. You're so above the law that you're able just to be like, eh, we can just do this in plain sight, and nobody's going to do anything about it. That's the crazy part to me about all this. And that's the, the shit that uh, if you were one of those people who looks at your country and says, hey, this is all going to the fucking shitter, uh, this, this is the most concerning part that they don't really care, and they're just doing it in plain sight, and, uh, and they know they're on camera. These guys here, these Secret Service, Bob, and you can pop up, pop up that pic right there. So one thing that I guess... They're not wearing masks or anything. I mean... Yeah, they're wearing masks. Oh, they are. Okay. Uh, but they, I guess one thing one of the tweets pointed out is like, they know there's a pipe bomb there and they let these kids walk by. Yep. Those little guy, kids coming home from school there, middle school or high school. One of them does walk over, I guess, to potentially shield them. Like he walks in front of the kids or something. Yeah. To make sure that they, what, they don't go over to the pipe bomb and start, start playing with it. And then another Secret Service agent walks by as well. All of this was just a complete and utter fucking setup here. And, and that's what they're going to run on. Uh, I mean, the, the, the slogan, democracy, is that we're going to lose our democracy. Democracy is at stake. Nope. There's been, what, 13 other insurrections into that same goddamn rotunda since all this shit has happened. Nothing happened to those people. But uh, they're still going after, what, 1,300 more people who are in and around the January 6th area uh, of the building, and they're checking cell phones and all that other stuff. Uh, I don't get any of it. Um, I know this. Uh, I've gotten a couple DMs from people uh, who are convinced that Trump is uh, going to get elected and then get in there and then pardon all these people. Uh, he should. So we'll see what happens uh, with any of that. But first day in office, he should do that and say the whole goddamn thing was fake and we're all done with it. Uh, and I think we'd all be fine with that. 
this doesn't make any fucking sense though that they're just able to do it in public like this and and without recourse i mean obviously none of them were interviewed none of them were on the the j6 uh hearing weren't interviewed by the committee or anything else and now we're just doing this in plain sight and saying fuck you we can get away with it try to stop us uh next up we got the old uvalde cowards are uh back in the headlines again police officials who responded to the deadly Uvalde, Texas elementary school shooting, waited far too long to confront the gunman, uh, acted with no urgency in establishing a command post, and communicated inaccurate information to grieving families. According to a Justice Department report released Thursday that identifies cascading failures in law enforcement's handling of the massacre. A nearly 600-page DOJ report claims Uvalde police officers did nothing for 77 minutes. 77 minutes. Wow. Uh, those 77 minutes were when the 19 children were shot dead. Um, you can go ahead and play this video here. Bob. As the gunman fires off dozens of rounds and more than an hour since the massacre started. More desperate calls are made from inside the school, including one from 10-year-old Chloe Torres, begging for help from officers standing on the other side of the wall. She survived the attack. Can you tell the police to go to my room? I already told them to go to the room. We're trying to get someone to you. Even with hundreds of officers from nearly two dozen agencies on scene, the lack of coordinated communication is clear. At one point, a dispatcher incorrectly states that the school's police chief, Pete Arredondo, call sign 401, is in the room with the shooter. Just be advised, 401 is in the room with the shooter. 401 is in the room with the shooter. He's inside the school. Wow. He was in the room with the fucking shooter. No, he wasn't. Okay. They, that's what they, they, someone thought that he was. It's just the most worthless fucking group of people on earth. That's crazy. I, uh, so that's the first time I, I heard a, a phone call from a little girl inside a classroom uh, as this was going on, as they're literally just standing out there. Kids, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, firstform.com forward slash drinking bros talking about those micro factors dog big fan of the micro factors i just took them right before we went on air actually i shit if i would have known bob i would have just taken them live on air for christ's sakes uh this box sits right next to my desk here uh big fan big big fan of uh the micro factors i was one of those dudes man who had fucking eight jars worth of pills from amazon or whatever and uh, I was trying to remember, oh, I'm going to think my fucking think and my own my stuff and everything else. And then let's face it, you run out of one and then you got to reorder because they're all not even. Some of them you take two or four or whatever the fuck it is. This takes all the complication out of all of that stupid shit. Uh, these micro factors come in a little cardboard box. Trap door pops open and it's a little plastic pouch in there with six of the essentials in there. What do we got? We got the antioxidants, the CoQ10s multivitamins, fruits and veggies, probiotics, and the EFAs in there. Everything you need to get you going, get that gut going, get that that blood pumping, 
uh, through your heart there. All the good stuff you need on a daily basis, because let's face it, we all don't work out the way we need to every day. We don't eat the way we want to every single day. Uh, This at at least helps get you through the day by pumping your body full of the essential vitamins. Head on over to firstform.com forward slash drinking bros today. Get free shipping on orders over $75. While you're over there, peruse that site. Best energy drinks in the business over there. Uh, they've got fantastic supplements up and down the board. And also, their protein sticks, those breakfast sausages, dude. They're in the office. Uh, I usually have one in the morning before we get going there. I usually take a, a shot of something of that ketone IQ, and then boom, one of those breakfast sausages. And then those micro factors, dog, and I'm ready to start the day. Head on over to firstform.com forward slash drinking bros right now. Free shipping on orders over $75. Next up, this is a fun one. This is usejoymode.com slash drinking bros. We're going to get 20% off with the code drinking bros at checkout. All right. If you guys are daily listeners out there, uh, you know we've had a couple guests on, and it was on the desk of the old Joy Mode. What is it? It's the sexual performance booster we were talking about. And we were like, look, we don't know if they're going to be a sponsor. We'll test it out, see how this all goes. We did it. It works. It's hilarious and awesome. Uh, Big fan over there. Um, I think I speak for most men when I say we want to have sex. A lot of it and better sex. Uh, And for the sake of our partner, we may need to have better sex, okay? Not me. But others around me, I'm a, I fuck for sport. I've always enjoyed it like a, like a sport, like a professional athlete out there. Uh, but the issue is, uh, let's say you're getting those over-the-counter uh, boner pills, those erection pills. Well, a lot of those contain those unregulated chemicals, uh, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. So that's why we partnered up with Joy Mode. So whether you're looking to spice up uh, your intimate moments, like I did over the weekend, or just increase your confidence in the bedroom. Joy Mode makes all-natural and science-backed supplements dedicated to helping bring men perform, uh, to helping uh, men perform better across their core functions. Their trademark product is the Sexual Performance Booster. It's every man's solution to increase blood flow, firmness, stamina, and performance. It's like a pre-workout, but for sex. All ingredients have been insured and uh, uh, assessed and peer-reviewed journals. All ingredients have also been studied and researched in humans. So it's not like they gave uh, mice a bunch of boner juice, got them all hopped up, and then studied them. No, they studied in humans. Also, we vetted it, too. I took it. It works, and, uh, and it's awesome. Redefine your intimacy and go to usejoymode.com for 20% off with the code Drinking Bros, that's twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Drinking Bros at use j o y m o d e dot com. Uh, ingredients with the integrity Joy Mode. Uh, big fan of this company, dude. It's just a little packet. You're good to go. Throw in some water and fucking uh, boner jams all fucking night tonight. Next up, we got Black Buffalo. Man, I could hear that buffalo walking into the studio. 
talking about blackbuffalo.com over there. Promo code Drinking Bros going to get you 20% off your first order over there. If you're 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, check out the award-winning tobacco alternative, Black Buffalo. It's everything you love about dip. Nothing you don't. No compromise. Long cut in pouches made from edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients, uh, both with and without pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Black Buffalo comes in classic flavors like wintergreen, mints, straight peach, and even blood orange. Their pouches have won multiple awards from industry-leading publications. They're Black Buffalo's best-performing products. All products are proudly made in the USA exclusively for 21-plus adult consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo sells their products online and ships directly to your front door at blackbuffalo.com. You can use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off your first order. Black Buffalo also sells their products in thousands of retailers across the United States. Check their store locator at blackbuffalo.com to find a location near you. Mine's down at that uh, Valero over there, uh, formerly known as the Circle K. Maybe it's the Circle K and then the gas station Valero. I don't fucking know. Uh, Honor your rituals with Black Buffalo. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Last but not least, we got hardafseltzer.com. We are live in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, Texas, and North Carolina out there in the Wilmington area, as well as the Outer Banks out there. Uh, Look, I'm not doing dry January. I'm not into that bullshit. I'm still boozing real hard. Daddy was kind of hung over today, dude. I went hard for those games last night. Turns out 40 million people were watching. Everybody was going to the stores out here. The HEBs in Texas uh, and the Total Wines in Texas and annihilating the hard AF seltzer. Man, we're selling out all over the place. Good news is uh, they're they're restocking immediately. Had a big order come in down here in old Tejas. Uh, check the store locator, but I can tell you this. We're in every single Total Wines uh, down here in, uh, in Texas. And we're also... In about 15 HEBs, a lot of end displays. You guys are sending in pictures from all the end displays. Dallas, I got a picture from. Plano, uh, Houston, Austin, Texas is in the HEB right in front of my house, for Christ's sakes. Uh, So that's sweet. Talk about a fucking flex, dude, on the neighborhood. What up? Uh, We're also in uh, all the Total Wines there in uh, Knoxville, uh, Nashville, Frugal McDougal's out there in Nashville, all the brunches in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, down there in Tactical Brewery, our fucking uh, partners down there in Orlando, pop on in there, uh, down there Universal Hotel in Orlando. If you're watching the games this weekend, uh, on Sunday, everybody's going to be heading to the sports bars. If you're in Columbus, Ohio... We're in the Pine House in the, the short north, Urban Myers Pine House in Dublin, Ohio. We can roll down to campus, grab grab some 12 packs of 14 and 0 liquors down there. North Campus Market down there. Every Piggly Wiggly down in Alabama. Shit, we're at fucking Rama Jammer outside the stadium. Uh, if you're headed in there and uh, to watch the games on Sunday afternoon, and we're in over 300 locations in Georgia. We're all 
through that goddamn state. Let's go. Support us and support the show by going to hardafseltzer.com today. Click on the store locator, find the nearest city or location by you, and grab a 12-pack. Take a picture of it. Tag Hard AF Seltzer. Uh, we'll repost it for you there. We love seeing all these pictures everywhere around the country. We greatly appreciate your support. And if you're not in one of those states or one of those surrounding states over there, we still ship right to your house at hardafseltzer.com. The report that was released, the most comprehensive uh, federal accounting of the Malign Police response to the May 24th, 2022 shooting at Robb Elementary School, catalogs a sweeping array of training, communication, leadership, and technology problems that federal officials say contributed to the crisis lasting far longer than necessary. Uh, all the while, the report says, terrified students inside the classrooms uh, did call 911, as you heard from that phone call there, and agonized parents begged officers uh, outside the building to please go in. And instead of hunting down the gunman, one officer in the video there uh, that you just saw was seen checking his cell phone while another one made sure his hands were properly sanitized uh, over there. Uh, the report also said that 376 law enforcement personnel at the scene did nothing for nearly an hour and a half while the gunman executed the 19 children and two teachers. Had law enforcement agencies followed generally accepted practices in active shooter situations and gone right after the shooter and stopped him, Lives would have been saved and people would have survived. Attorney General Merrick Garland said Thursday at a news conference in Uvalde after justice officials uh, briefly uh, briefed family members on their findings. The Uvalde victims, they said, quote, deserved better. You think? Um, man, this story gets worse and worse. I, uh, I, again, this is when we'll go back to the videos from the J6 thing. Uh, the more and more, cause look, it, we're videotapes on every fucking second of, of everything we do every goddamn day. Do you not know? And the, this will go back to the January 6th thing. Do you not know that you're on video, not doing dick the entire time? When I go and drop my kids off at school every single morning, I can see 900 fucking cameras in there. Did the police not think, man, if I don't go in there and do something, and they release these videos to the public like I'm I'm going to look like the fucking coward forever. Who's this guy, Bob? This is the police chief who he quit, right? He resigned. Uh, he was fired and he recently won an appeal to have his termination record upgraded so that he essentially he can get a job with another police force now. No way. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, uh, Pete uh, Aradondo. Uh, he can't get his job at Uvalde back, but it clears the record in the event he seeks employment at another agency. Okay. So clearly he's trying to do that. Otherwise, why apply? Hey, everybody deserves a second chance. You know? No, they sure don't, Bob. Uh, you can you can put him and uh, the coward from Broward who uh, just, he, yeah, surprisingly, um, he was not found guilty in that trial. Uh, you can put the two of those guys together and uh, go ahead and launch them into the ocean. If somebody gives this motherfucker a job in another city, it's hard to see that he's he's going to be on the gig very long. You know what I'm saying? Again, I say, who amongst us? All right, we all live in glass houses. Who amongst us hasn't kind of been responsible for 19 kids dying? <laughs> all right? Jesus, man. Uh, I just don't get it. I don't get it. at that point. 
I think you would have to end your life. I don't know how you could live with yourself or sleep. And I thought with the same thing with the, the Broward from Coward or the Coward from Broward guy down in Miami uh, during the Parkland shooting. I don't know how you can live the rest of your life knowing what you, you didn't do and then knowing the end result of it and then having to face the victims, uh, family members and all that stuff in your community the rest of your life. I don't know how you continue on at that point. You, you might as well go if you're if you want to stay alive, just go full Ted Kaczynski and live in the fucking forest somewhere, uh, a Richard Jewell or something like that, and uh, and never fucking show up again. Man, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, you just got to go wander off into the woods and get yeah. eaten by a fucking bear. And at, at this that point. at this point too, for me, uh, with these Uvalde videos. I'm good. They, they keep getting worse and worse. And it was like, we know that these motherfuckers were spineless. Um, I just, it, hearing that phone call from that kid, because that, that was the first time I heard that call. I think at one point during the shooting, they did arrest a parent. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, like, she, she wanted to go in. in. Yeah, she was like, go. I'll I, go. She go. was like, I'll go if you I'll don't go. go. Yeah. And she got arrested and cuffed and put in the back of the fucking car while they just stood there forever. Jesus Christ. Uh, next up. Our women's sports finally over. Maybe we're getting close here. We're getting real close. A transgender golfer with dreams of making it to the LPGA Tour has won a tournament, a women's tournament, actually, in Florida, uh, which improved his or her chances of, I don't know what's, what stage of the lop-off dong game they're in in life, uh, improved their chances of uh, earning uh, himself a spot in a qualifying tour. Haley Davidson, 30, came out on top at the NXXT Women's Classic on January 17th uh, at the Mission Inn Resort and Club, 35 miles northwest of Orlando, after shooting a 1 over 73 and ending the round <laughs> at plus four. Is that what it is, Delco, for to qualify for this shit? You shoot a plus four, huh? Well, it's like a mini tour bullshit thing. This okay. is her, by the way. This is it's not L, this is not an LPGA event. No, this is like fucking, to to qual a qualifier. Yeah, but it's also just such like a it's a semi pro thing. It's a mini right, event, right? Uh, but if you win these goddamn things, you're gonna end up qualifying. There is the is that the little trophy in the dude's hands? Zoom in. I, I didn't get to see a pic of of homeboy here. Yeah, that's a fucking dude. Did he get tits though? At least maybe yeah, we popped maybe. on some boltons. You to gotta make commit. it more realistic. That's what I I agree. You gotta you gotta commit. I don't have a problem. You can't if you commit. You can't do a Leah Thomas sitch where you just put on another bathing suit and shave your legs. You gotta fucking commit. Put some fake tits on at least. All right, go through something. Go through part of the struggle if you're gonna claim it. Sorry, weren't good enough for the men's tour there. Uh, the tour's mission is to prepare the world's best young women professional golfers for a successful career on the LPGA Tour, uh, according to the Epson Tours website. The win propelled Davison to the top of the NXXT Tours leaderboard, where he boasts a total score of 1320, a whopping 150 points ahead of the woman in second place. Out of the five tournaments held in the league since November, Davison has placed in the top two twice, along with a seven and nine place finish. That had to hurt, one would imagine. Uh, and uh, out of the five tournaments held in the league since November, Davidson has placed in the top two. Uh, let's go. Bob, let's see, let's see uh, the stance there. What do we got here? Does it look like a dude swinging the club? 
I mean, there's this is such a <laughs> this is just that, such is a, that the person such a nothing league, by the way. Uh huh. It's just so, it, this guy's not going anywhere. She's so wild. He, whatever, is not going to be on the LPGA. This is. So zoom in on that pic. This is just a dude wearing a dress, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a dude just dominating a regional scene. Respect. Holy shit, dude. Don't you kind of hope there's something comedic, at least, to this? Where they're doing it for some reason with their buddies or something like that? Of, oh, hey, wouldn't it be funny if I just threw on a fucking dress and, and identified as a woman and gotten this goddamn thing? Would they stop me? Well, the answer is apparently no down there. Uh, at the end of the tour's schedule, 10 exemptions will be awarded uh, to the top five points leaders to participate participates in the Epson Tour. Uh, the league is the official LPGA qualifying tour and has produced over 600 members who have gone on to play in the largest and most prestigious female golf so organization this tour, in the it, world. This tour is to qualify for the qualifying tour? Yeah, so it's not even like their corn fairy tour. It's like the cactus tour tour of Florida or something. I don't know. It's just such a nothing thing. This is so fucking funny though, dude. But let's say you were one of these uh chicks who was who was in it. Not angry about it? I wouldn't be thrilled. Me neither. Wouldn't be amped about this. Not real sure why that's allowed. Maybe it's because DeSantis has been uh campaigning all over the country uh for president. He doesn't have that on his plate anymore, and I'm sure he'll clean this up when he gets back to business there in Florida. Jesus Christ. Next up, can Steve Garvey win California? I haven't heard Steve Garvey's name in a long time. Dodger great, wasn't he? Or was he Padres? <laughs> That's how good he was. Steve Garvey. A yeah, new, Dodgers. Dodgers was a, a, a new poll shows the race for the Senate seat once held by Dianne Feinstein is tightening. Republican candidate and former baseball star Steve Garvey is now in second place. In the California primary race, the two candidates with the most votes uh, go on to the November election regardless of their party. The poll released Thursday by Emerson College shows where the tour frontrunners stand. 25% of respondents said they would vote for Adam Schiff, putting him in the lead. Uh, in second place is Garvey with 18%. It's not great. Uh, Democratic candidates Katie Porter and Barbara Lee came in third and fourth place with 13 and 8% respectively. Garvey met with members of the Bay Area Jewish community Thursday at the Shabbat on the Tri-Valley to talk about the impacts of the Israel-Hamas war. Uh, He reacted to the poll uh, following the roundtable discussion by saying, uh, we had a good poll come out today. Not bad for a guy three and a half months into this journey. Garvey brought up uh, many of these topics following the Palestinian, uh, I'm sorry, the Pleasanton stop, uh, saying the Senate seat is ready for a Republican to fill it. We basically have one voice in California, Garvey said, and it's time that there's another voice. Look, California is overdue. Uh, for a Republican to get in there at this point. The state's great. The policy fucking sucks. Uh, By by the way, when I say the state's great, the weather. The weather is great there. It is beautiful there. One would think they would want to go back to the way it used to be and clean it up, and maybe, just maybe, they'll come out and vote for it, but it's pretty fucking doubtful. Uh, If shift is up by that much there, that piece of shit, it's over. Um, I... 
hate Adam Schiff personally. Uh, I don't really know Steve Garvey other than being a great baseball player. I don't know what he stands for or anything else. Uh, if he's a Republican, chances are, and he's a lifelong LA guy, chances are he wants to clean up that fucking city. Um, but you're still going to have to deal with the mayors and all that other shit and try to get them on board. It's a tall task. Good for him for running. Um, but, uh, it's going to be costly out there in California. Those guys, man, got that super PAC money out there and it's difficult. Uh, God love him for doing it, but he's got no shot. I don't, I'm pretty convinced now that California as a whole, uh, is just, Assuming that they're going to run it into the goddamn ground and then just escape afterwards, they're going to hang on to the weather and the pullovers as much as they can until it all collapses and people are shitting in their front yard and then they'll finally get the fuck out of there. But in the meantime, good for you, Steve, trying to have a little voice out there in California. We're proud of you, Steve. Next up, Alec Baldwin charged again for manslaughter. Uh, This one's a shocker to me, kids. Uh, Prosecutors charge Alec Baldwin again with involuntary manslaughter after he was indicted by a grand jury Friday in the fatal shooting of cinematographer uh, Helena Hutchins on the set of Rust in 2021, according to documents obtained by Fox News Digital. Uh, Hutchins was shot and killed on the set of Rust uh, during a rehearsal scene after... A gun Baldwin is holding uh, was discharged. Baldwin was charged with involuntary manslaughter, negligent use of a firearm, or uh, in the alternative, uh, involuntary manslaughter without due caution or circumspection. We look forward to our day in court, Baldwin's lawyers said, and uh, our clients have always sought the truth about what happened on that day. That's Helena Hutchinson. Uh, Hutchins was tragically shot and killed. And uh, and now they got family lawyer Gloria Alred involved uh, for her side of things. They continue to seek the truth in our civil lawsuit. There it is, Gloria. I knew this had to be civil. If you weren't getting paid, you weren't doing this shit. How, how is she? Why is she still working? She's fucking 82. It's crazy, isn't it? She's still the go-to. Uh, oddly enough, retired. Bob, I watched a documentary uh, on her and her daughter, and they've been doing this for fifty. This 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 fucking this whole grift for fifty years, dude. Fifty, and now the daughter's in on it as well. And, I mean, yeah, she's sure. helping out. Hand off the family business of being like a super famous. I guess not quite ambulance chaser, but kind of an ambulance. Kind chaser. of, yeah. Uh, she's the white female Al Sharpton. You know, she'll show up for any white woman client that is going through it and uh, and do the press conference, do the publicity for it, all that. She's always there. Uh, I'm shocked to see her on this one, though, but I guess she's repping the family. So, uh, yeah. Uh, a grand jury has decided uh, that there is sufficient evidence to indict Alec Baldwin on the charge of involuntary manslaughter. The, con- the statement continued. We're looking forward to the criminal trial, which will determine uh, if he should be convicted uh, for the untimely death of Hutchins, uh, who is the daughter of our clients, Olga and uh, Aunt Tatali. How the fuck you pronounce that guy's name? Uh, so they're, they, all, they're all in. They're, they're all like, signed up over there at the law firm. They're like Russian or Ukrainian or something. They have like wild. Yeah, names. it's like Czech, right? Uh, yeah, it's something yes. like that. Something Eastern European. Yes. I kind of feel like, uh, you know... I, I kind of feel like this uh, this prosecutor is headhunting. Like I feel they like are. they want a scalp. 
They are. Look, like they want a big. They want to. They want to catch a big fish. I agree. And and with this, I don't like Alec Baldwin as a person. Great actor, by the way. I'm not going to shit on his acting. One of the very best, uh, for real. Thirty Rock was incredible. He was great in uh, Glen Gary, uh, Glen Ross. He's an all time great actor. Piece of shit, dude. But uh, all time great actor. Um, here's the the real shit with this uh, Hollywood wise. It is on the armor. She is supposed to hand off uh, a cleared weapon. And I, look, I know he could have checked it himself and see, seen if there was a live round in there, but he's a fucking dumb, dumb actor. And there is a reason why there is a chain of command when a weapon is on set and it goes to the person. Typically, they hold it up for everybody, show everybody that the, the gun is loaded, blah, 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 or it's got blanks in it, and then they move on. This is a, a very, very far reach in this fucking case, and this is you know someone who wants to be famous. Stop me if you've heard that one before, considering the trials that Trumper, uh, Trump is involved in around the nation right now with all these fucking people. This is just another case of that. I, I mean, to make you'll never win this case. You'll to, never you'll never convict Alec Baldwin of this. Yeah, it is type of thing. Like you want to make a name for yourself. I guess even if you don't win, it's like, oh, dude, I got him indicted. Like even that, because eventually it becomes political, right? If you want to be an attorney general, yep, or something like that, yep. And, and you're running for another office is what it is, right? So this is the same thing that's happening to Fannie Willis, which we'll get there in a moment. Um, everybody's got political aspirations. And if you can get the one big dude there um, in the biggest case in your state, yes, you're famous overnight. Everybody knows your name. Now, how you handle the trial is another fucking story there. But this is in uh, New Mexico, Bob. Um, do we know the DA's name who actually refiled these charges I'll, I'll here? I'll look it up. That's typically a blue state. Um, it is. But look, Alec Baldwin's a Democrat, so it's not like that matters. Uh, he's fine with it. Hollywood is is blue. Uh, but at the end of the day, there is a proper chain of command on there. Uh, now, can you sue him and win the civil trial? Absolutely. And I think that's going to happen. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't settled already financially with the family, to be real with you. Uh, so that way you're not dragging Gloria Allred out for this bullshit. Um, but... As far as this uh, this trial for for involuntary manslaughter, you got no case here uh, whatsoever. Sorry. Uh, did he know how to fucking clear a weapon and all that other shit? Probably not, to be honest with you. Uh, most of these dumb dums don't, so uh, it it doesn't really matter. Is that her there? Oh God, that's right. We showed her on a previous show. This looks like Ellen's cousin for our audio listeners here. She's got the no fuss haircut. Uh, Bob that's dyed blonde and uh, she's clearly got an axe to grind. She wants to see the manager, Bob, immediately, this woman. She is the manager. Yeah, she might be. You know what I mean? This is the final stage yeah, where she like, is the manager. She, yeah. What is, uh, what's the line in Oppenheimer? I am become death, destroyer of worlds. I, Karen, become manager, destroyer yeah. of men, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unbelievable man i don't know why you do it uh other than to be famous because you can't win this case i don't give a shit what you say um now they do have the forensics uh back from the fbi and alec baldwin's whole shit where he said he didn't pull the trigger well obviously that was proven false because uh, those things don't uh, cock back and fire on their own uh so maybe they're going off of, of that evidence still not good enough there shouldn't have been a live bullet in the fucking chamber so uh, this is a weird, political, ambitious uh, witch hunt. So this woman could be the fucking head manager of the state or whatever position she wants to run for after this. 
because let's face it, nothing exciting ever happens in New Mexico. They shot Breaking Bad there. Uh, Val Kilmer owned seven miles worth of real estate, and then you got the Alec Baldwin shooting. That's really all I can name about New Mexico. Beautiful turquoise. They got amazing turquoise down there and some arrowheads. I, I loved Santa Fe. I went, really? Me, me and Courtney went there uh, for a trip a couple years ago, dude. We just got drunk on some, you know, hatch chili margaritas, and they got some pretty good wine out there. It's a decent wine country in New Mexico. They're a simple You're couple. You're kidding. They're a simple couple. Okay. I'm not kidding. All right. I shot uh, a television show there for a week and a half. I was done in Roswell, New Mexico. Was it the show Roswell? No, no, I wish. Oh. I wish. Uh, they didn't shoot that in Roswell, by the way. Uh, but uh, I shot a TV show in uh, Roswell for, for about a week and a half, and then uh, I was in Albuquerque for a couple days. New Mexico's fine. It's probably exactly what you're picturing never, in your head right now. I've never been like, to the Kirk. We had to fly into Kirk. Not great. Yeah, it gets pretty gross. Not great. I had a buddy whose family's <laughs> from there, and I was like, what's it like? It, like Albuquerque, he's like, it's like Breaking Bad. It's fucking gross. But you got to go up to like Santa Fe, Taos. That's where you need to north part of the state that was the only time in my entire life where i've shit my pants with a buddy at the same exact time we were recommended to uh get tacos at this gas station all the locals down there told us it was the best uh, mexican in the entire state and when i walked in i was like oh we're we're inside a gas station right now and uh both claim it was clean was with me he was on that show with me it was clean crawford and i and about halfway through the drive back home i was like hey do you feel like you have to shit your pants right now because i do and he goes oh my god yes um we both sprinted once once i got back to the hotel sprinted towards the doors i got the key in mine upside down and it didn't this was not one of those swiper keys either let's face it they don't even have that technology down there in new mexico it was a fucking old school like skeleton key into this fucking shitty door i didn't make it i shit my pants right at the door and so did he so did he. I, to this day, I still contend if it was a card that I could have swiped, I could have made it to the toilet. In a way, you guys kind of shared an intimate moment. We did. Because we both looked at each other and it was like, Are you oh, locked eyes during it? Oh, fuck. I, I, and I looked at it. And at that point, I knew. And I just go, dude, I just shit my fucking pants. Did you? I was like, I just fucking shit my pants, man. I was just, um, and it was one of those sad looks, but also like a smirk to your buddy where you're like, <laughs> where I was like, ah, this is going to be a cool story one day. No, today's that day. <laughs> so you're welcome for that. But that's New Mexico. I don't really have anything else exciting to say about it. It was at night. It was pretty. It got fucking cold, but uh, it was beautiful down there. But nothing there for miles and miles and miles. Roswell is a weird, fun town, though, if you're just passing through and you want to go check out some shit. Dan hates it. How did you go? Yeah, we went uh, on our way to the Super Bowl last year. We stopped in Roswell. <laughs> Everything was closed by like 8 p.m. And sure uh, There was just wild packs of dogs. I know. Everywhere. Weird town. Weird town, isn't it? Uh, but when it's open in the day and you're able to go to the Alien Museum and shit like that, and I get that's pretty much all it is. The entire town was built on like aliens and little trinkets and alien dolls and T-shirts and all that shit. And uh, it was a bizarre, strange time. Uh, have zero desire to ever go back to New Mexico again, though, okay? If you live there and you love it, I apologize. I'm sure it's, it's fine. It's fine for, for you, okay? Uh, next up down here, Fanny. Fanny Willis is set to face the music in her divorce case. Eh? Not hers, his. You know. 
the guy's marriage that uh, she broke up there. Uh, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is reportedly set to testify in the divorce case of the special prosecutor. She's accused of having an improper relationship with. Uh, Willis was accused of being in an inappropriate uh, romantic relationship with Nathan Wade, an attorney she hired to help prosecute the election interference case against former President Donald Trump in a motion filed on January 8th by Ashley with an E-I-G-H in it. Love that, Ashley Merchant, uh, who is the lawyer representing former Trump campaign staffer Michael Roman. Roman was among the 18 people charged alongside Trump last year with participating in a wide-ranging scheme to try to illegally overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. This is written by Newsweek, by the way. Four of the people charged have pleaded guilty after reaching deals with prosecutors. Uh, Trump, Roman, and the others have pled not guilty in the case, and Roman is seeking to have his indictments thrown out and have Willis and Wade removed from the case. The same day that the merchant filed uh, that merchant filed the motion, lawyers for Wade's wife, Jocelyn Wade, served a subpoena seeking to question Willis. In the divorce proceedings, Willis will appear in court in the divorce case this afternoon, which is fun. A spokesperson for Willis and an attorney for Jocelyn Wade have been contacted for comment via email. Uh, Willis' uh, reported appearance comes after the attorney filed an emergency motion on Thursday seeking to quash the subpoena. The filing accused Jocelyn Wade of trying to obstruct the election interference case against Trump and others. The subpoena subpoena was sought in an attempt to harass and damage Willis's professional reputation. Uh, Her lawyer said in the filing, according to the Associated Press, it accuses Jocelyn Wade of having conspired with the interested parties in the criminal election interference case to use the civil discovery process to annoy, embarrass, and oppress The district attorney, Fannie Willis, in the attempt to question her, is obstructing and interfering with an ongoing criminal case. Okay. The hypocrisy here is at an all-time high here. Uh, So what you're saying is, hey, I don't want to go to court and testify for something because I'm doing an important job right now, and I'm going to have to get back with you. A little later on. Sounds exactly like what Trump filed in the same case that you're prosecuting him against right now. Uh, Last week, if you remember on fake news, this was the same woman who went into the all-black church on Sunday uh, and asked the congregation how a black woman is uh, supposedly not supposed to be able to stumble when she's taken on the entire world here. I don't know. The only thing that I can really gather for you, Fanny, on this one is that this this was God's plan, okay? If you think God was trying to, to help you and sent you down from above to prosecute Trump, well, then clearly this is just another hurdle that God himself is throwing in your way. Is I'm, this her walking I'm in there? Her, I'm on her side 100%. <laughs> This is the man behind her. You're in close quarters with this sharp-dressed man every day working on a case, long nights. You tell me you're not going to slip? I get it. So, look. You're going to slip. Here's the thing. Look, I, 
pimp. This dude's a fucking Fuck pimp, pimp, and I get it, right? He's going to slip. He, he's he's going to slip. Uh, now, for him, this is a huge coup for him as well. So, like, whether or not this relationship, he's into it, I don't know. Because if you look at his face right there, it looks like he's probably looking at her going, man, I got to fuck this broad to travel all over the fucking world and get out of my ambulance chasing business uh, in Georgia and get on... Uh, this criminal case that could make me famous as well. Fuck it. I'll take the shot. You know, it's kind of like SpongeBob and, and Ariana Grande. It's worth blowing up the marriage with the newborn for the shot at Ariana Grande. He's probably doing the same thing in this one. And for her, look, uh, now that she is famous and she gets to get dicked down by good looking dudes like this who are pimps, she's taking her shot as well. The, the problem is you can't do it. If you are trying to prosecute prosecutes, uh, the biggest case that is going on in America right now, because these are RICO charges. The other ones are kind of made-up bullshits, where these are actual RICO charges that, uh, even if he is elected, uh, he could still have to face at a later date. However, at this point, I think they have no chance. Uh, this Michael Roman filing was, uh, was to get them off of the case uh, because of this inappropriate relationship and everything else that's been going on down there. I don't think they're going to have a choice but to pull them. The interesting part of this, though, is when they ask Governor Brian Kemp, my governor of the state of Georgia there, who is a Republican, he said he was not going to look into the matter any further and uh, just dismissed it, said, no, I don't really see any any interest in it or, or why this would matter here in a trial like this. You don't, Bry guy? She hired a fucking ambulance chaser here to prosecute, help her prosecute, the former president of the United States. If, if she wasn't getting fucked by him, you think he would have gotten that goddamn job? Probably not, because he's certainly not qualified for it, and he's never tried a case like this, uh, let alone RICO charges, for Christ's sakes. Uh, but nah, we're going to put that on the back burner and not really look at it. I think the Republicans are in on this in Georgia the same way these, this fucking district attorney is here. Because this is fucking wild to me that this is even still going on at this point. Brian Kemp, Republican, piece of shit. Get him the fuck out of there. Get him out of governor of, of Georgia. I don't want him as governor of my states. Uh, the other guy I already stepped on is Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. My, my bro who I went to high school with. Piece of shit. I told you all he wanted was the CNN gig. He got it. He's nothing more than an Adam Kinzinger in this thing. What I can't figure out, though, is the overall plan and what Governor, Governor Kemp is getting out of this. I don't really understand what the end game is for Brian Kemp because he's not well-liked. He's not really a great governor, and he's not somebody who could ever run for president. So I'm not sure. Uh, Bob, can you do me a favor and look up his age? Because he's one of those older white men where you're like, man, you could be 46 or you could be 68, and I have no idea. It's that old rich white man syndrome where you're like, man, how old is this guy? How old is uh, uh, Governor Brian 60. Kemp there? He is 60. All right. So, yeah, I mean, look, if you wanted some political aspirations, uh, you're certainly not doing yourself any favors for the Republicans or the Republican Party by not doing anything in this case. So I, I don't know what his end game is, actually, then. Uh, that really doesn't make any sense. Because if he's 60 now, you got to think, what? He's got to make a move here in the next four years, and I don't know what that move would be. Uh, Senator, uh, you know, he's His 62. approval rating in Georgia is 
Is it's it really high? And, and hey, hey, Bob. Yeah. Biden also won Fulton County. Okay. Just I was I mad. Mean, it was magic by thirteen thousand votes. You know, I'm just. Saying. I know, and I think I'm just saying these polls are probably not true. Uh, I, well, I'm from Georgia. I hate this motherfucker. All my I mean, all my friends hate know, this motherfucker. If the polls aren't true about this, then what? Why are the polls right about Trump ever leading anything? I, I agree. So like, I, I I totally agree. Um, like, we, can't, which was, we can't only cite polls that we like. N- not 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 that. But uh, I agree with you on those polls um, because the other side of this. Let's take the Republican polls as well uh, for Nikki Haley. We've covered this uh, this primary season uh, up until this point. Now now it's actually going on. Every fucking article was like, oh, Nikki Haley's surging in the poll. Every fucking article was about Nikki Haley and how she's surging in the polls. She wasn't even second in Iowa, for Christ's sakes. And now she was supposedly leading uh, in the polls uh, in New Hampshire by 12 to 14 points. And as of today, they were like, well, she's down by two and getting closer. I don't believe any of this shit. Um, I don't even know why the fuck we have polls, to be honest with you. I, it should be noted, Kemp also nuked critical race theory in the state and approved open carry without needing a license or whatever. So he's doing a lot of uh, conservative shit down there. I don't. I just think he doesn't fuck with Trump, basically. Maybe, but what was it? What 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 was the what was the straw? I guess for I these mean, guys. Look, say what you want about Trump, but I wouldn't have appreciated that phone call if I was Brian Kemp. Of of uh, what? Of Trump calling me like, find me votes, or you're going to be in trouble. Look, man, you, I, I uh, it depends on what you believe about the election, I guess. But, but I mean, that's on tape. No, I know. I, I, and, I, and that I, puts I heard Brian the tape. Kemp in a fucking shitty situation. So why would you like someone that put you in a shitty situation? If you're going to ask for a recall, though, when it's that close of votes, do it. Like, I, I don't really understand it. And I think ultimately that's what this entire trial is going to come down to. Because the same thing happened to Stacey Abrams right before that. And she demanded recounts all over the place and said every, all the election was rigged as well. Um, and I believe they went back and actually did the fucking recount. So with this, I, like that phone call to me was pretty fucking normal. If it's 13,000, it's like, hey, motherfucker, let's go through this one more time. Maybe we missed some shit. Um, and I think ultimately that's what this case is going to come down to. But they did have a recount. With the, with the they with gave him a recount. That's not what Trump was asking for. What was he asking for? He was asking to find extra votes. Well, and which which they are down there, right? Because didn't but he got the a, a bunch of dead people fucking voted some other shit down there. I if mean, there was just, any inconsistencies whatsoever, I I, I would I, I would have done it more thoroughly, I guess. Um, but that's just me. With this though. I don't know how she stays on this case. I don't know how this continues. Uh, I'm very, very curious to see how the testimony goes today with this. And then once that info is leaked to the press, um, because what what is part of this here uh, and these divorce proceedings are the credit card charges uh, to where they went, specifically to Napa Valley, the Caribbean, and some other places, uh, and rung up all that cash. Uh, more importantly, for the ex-wife whose uh, marriage he, he decided to, to implode for Fannie Willis here, um, the credit card charges were also on his cards as well to show that this was uh, an inappropriate relationship that's been going on for a while. If indeed that is the case, and uh, we'll see what the testimony is again uh, probably tomorrow here after this all ends this afternoon, uh, we'll have a better outlook for what happens. Because if they do throw him off of this, this thing gets pushed until... 2025 probably uh so we'll see uh in the meantime kids it's the end of the old program here let's get to the drinking 
bro of the week uh, over there. I'm going to give this uh, actually to D'Anthony. He's not here today. Um, Dan doesn't like crowds, doesn't like people, doesn't like people hugging him, touching him, doesn't really like uh, anybody coming up to him in public whatsoever. Um, when he got asked to the suicide prevention panel, uh, which he's in Vegas for, uh, he agreed. It's uh, through the Independence Fund, who uh, we do a lot of work with and all that other stuff. But uh, when you go to SHOT Show, for those of you who, who have been there, uh, and especially if you're big in that community like that, there's a lot of people who, uh, who are going to come and, uh, and going to be <laughs> asking for pics and hugs and handshakes and all that shit. And uh, although he doesn't like it, uh, he does like the cause, uh, and he is heavily involved with that organization, as is Tim Kennedy. Uh, also want to give a, a drinking bro uh, shout-out to Brian Callen uh, for agreeing to host this panel uh, out there um, for free and all that stuff and, uh, and for volunteering his time. It is in the middle of the week. It is on a Wednesday, uh, and he is going to miss some shows here because of it, but it is a cause that is uh, very important to him, and again, Sometimes we do do uh, occasional good on this program. Um, it's just not always me. All right. <laughs> so shout out to, uh, to Dan Holloway there. We'll give him the drinking bro of the week. We appreciate you tuning in, kids. Uh, go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away at that point. We're getting up there, though. 7,800 on Spotify. And uh, God damn it, man. We're still at like 7,100 on iTunes. I want to not say this anymore, okay? I want to not do this anymore. Uh, just get us over the fucking 10,000. We're good to go, all right? You're close. Just get over so I don't have to fucking say it anymore, all right? The advertisers care. And that's what keeps this shit afloat on a day-to-day basis. Uh, also, if you're out there, uh, drinkingbros.com. The merch store is open. It is stock full. I know I'm wearing the new trucker hats uh, right now. Big fan of these. Uh, we're getting some Hardy F merch in there. There's hoodies available and all that other stuff. And uh, I believe uh, this week's new T-shirt uh, will be Goof Juice. Is that on the site? It is. Fuck yeah, dude. Look at that. Holy shit. I just sent in that design. Boom. Uh, goof juice is uh is live there now bob's got it up on screen as we speak this just got launched uh probably 10 minutes ago um way to go bob that's a good find over there so the goof juice t-shirt is live so what we'll do is uh, every monday is drop a uh, a new t-shirt based on uh one of our fun episodes that we do there we toyed with uh licensing out uh somebody with down syndrome to put their face on there ultimately we decided to walk away from that, okay? We uh, decided that might not be the best decision. Because as fucked up as it is, and this is a show we did years ago, if you guys are day one homies out there, um, one of my favorite hobbies, you know, is, uh, is looking up stock images. So just type in anything you could possibly think of there. We'll try it now live on air here. Uh, Bob, type in Down Syndrome stock photos and see what is available there. Pull up any one of your faves there. Yep. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> That's super fucked up. <laughs> this is why you subscribe to Patreon right here. It's super fucked up. So that's Alamy. Uh, Alamy's a uh, big site. Getty is also a big site. Pond5 is another one for uh, stock images. So you can license these and the rights to them for merchandise and all that other shit very, very cheaply. And, uh, and it lasts for a while. 
we did at one point for the Goof Juice shirts uh, have thoughts of uh, of licensing one of these uh, lovely people and putting it on the shirts. Again, we decided against it, okay? But the Goof Juice shirt is live right now, and if somebody stops you in the streets when you're wearing it and says, hey, what's Goof Juice? Go ahead and lead them to the Goof Juice episode on Drinking Bros and tell them to have a good time. All right, that's what this is all about at the end of the day. Even though he's not here, I'll say goodbye for him. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone.